Chapter fifty seven of Science in Short Chapters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in August two thousand nineteen. Science in Short Chapters by W. Matthew Williams. Chapter fifty seven The Fracture of Comets the view of the constitution of comets expounded in one of my notes of april last that is that they are meteoric systems consisting of a central mass or masses round which a multitude of minor bodies are revolving like satellites around their primary is strongly confirmed by the curious proceedings of the present comet which proceedings also justify my last note of last month pointing out the omission of our astronomers who have neglected the positive and irregular repulsive action of the sun upon comets that like the great comets of eighteen forty three eighteen eighty and eighteen eighty two come within a few hundred thousand miles of the visible solar surface the solar prominences are stupendous eruptions from the sun consisting as the spectroscope demonstrates of hydrogen flames and incandescent metallic vapors ejected with furious violence to visible distances ranging from ten or twenty to above three hundred thousand miles but this flame shown by the spectroscope is but the flash of a gun the actual ejection proceeding vastly farther far beyond the limits of the corona as described in last month's notes these eruptions are so abundant that Setji alone observed and recorded 2,767 in one year, 1871. Speaking generally, the sun is never free from them, and they proceed from all parts of the sun, but most abundantly from the sunspot zones. A system of meteoric bodies such I suppose to form a comet I mean the comet as it exists in space before the generation of its tail, which is only formed as it approaches the sun, could not approach so near to the sun as did the present comet at perihelion, without encountering more or less of these furious blasts, the flash of some of which have been seen to move with a measurable mean velocity of above three hundred miles per second and a probable maximum velocity sufficient to eject solid matter beyond the reclaiming grasp of solar gravitation it is evident that such a meteoric system as i suppose to constitute a comet would in the course of a rapid perihelion flight crossing these outblasts be liable to various degrees of ejection in different parts that would disturb its original structure by blowing some of its constituents out of their orbits or even quite away from the control of the feeble gravitation of the general meteoric mass and thus effecting a rupture of the comet now such a disintegration or dispersion of the present comet has been actually observed several able observers have described a breaking of the head of this comet shortly after its perihelion passage commander sampson observations with the great twenty-six inch equatorial telescope of the washington naval observatory are very explicit on october twenty five he saw the nucleus as a single well-defined globular body on november three with the same telescope 
he saw a triple nucleus due to the formation of two additional minor bodies these were more distinctly seen on november six mr w r brooks of new york saw a detached fragment of the comet which afterwards faded out of view professor schmidt observed another and similar fragment which has likewise disappeared all these observations indicate disruption due to some disturbing force acting with different degrees of violence upon different portions of the comet minor disturbances of this kind will i think account for the trail of meteoric bodies which scaparelli has shown to follow the paths of other comets a great disturbance might give quite a new orbit to the meteoric fragments these considerations suggest another and a curious view of the question of possible cometary collision with the sun that is that a comet might be travelling in such an orbit as to make it mathematically due to plunge obliquely beneath the solar surface at its next perihelion but on its approach to the surface of the sun it might encounter so violent an outrush of solar prominence matter as to drive it bodily out of its course and avert the threatened peril to its existence end of chapter fifty seven